When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Feminism, 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 feminism ruins everything. It's a feminist podcast. Hello and welcome to Feminism Ruins Everything. We are the feminist podcast where we give critiques to movies, musicals and pop culture phenomena and potentially ruin them. Potentially. We'd like to acknowledge that today we're recording on stolen Ghana land and we'd like to pay our respects to Ghana elders past, present and emerging and acknowledge that sovereignty of this land was never ceded. Everyone, I am so excited (laughs) today because... Not only are we talking about one of my favourite things in the history of the world ever, <laughs> for all the wrong reasons. Okay, for I was, all the wrong I was reasons. about to really judge you. <laughs> but we're also, we have a wonderful guest on the show. Please welcome Gemma Allen. Oh, sorry guys, I, I, I don't go by, by Gemma today. I'm oh. actually, um, I'm Gemma Cool Cat. <gasps> and guys, you're in luck. For you two are also Gemma Cool Cats. Oh my what? god, I've we're... always wanted this. Ye with the cat ears on your head currently. <laughs> I grant you Grizabellus. <gasps> Congratulations. Thank you. And ye without the cat ears. Oh, I grant so. you Mimbleshanks the <gasps> railway cat. Thank you. I am Mimbleshanks. Mimbleshanks. The railway cat. Oh. Um, so I think it is important as we are now all gemical cats and so we address each other as such. Okay. Yeah. Thank you so there much be, for that gemical cat. There will be repercussions welcome. if we don't get our cat names right. <laughs> we will be taken away um, on the, onto that boat. Where, where Idris Elba goes, meow! That's what gets going to happen. Absolutely. We're coming to We're talking about cats. Cats! So, for those of you who don't know, Cats uh, was a stage musical written in the, the 80s. Uh, but more importantly, it became a feature film oh, in sure 2019. Mm. And, oh, it's, it's so beautiful for all the wrong reasons. Mm. I, I, it's an absolute train wreck. And it's... it's a masterpiece. <laughs> Every single creative decision made in that film was the incorrect one. <laughs> I, I just, I'm uh. sort of of the conspiracy theory that they made it so bad because everyone would pile on about how bad it was and then everyone would go and watch out of curiosity for how bad it was. I mean, that definitely worked. So yeah. Because yeah. I wouldn't have watched it otherwise, but then everyone was like, it's atrocious, it's hilarious. And I was like, sign me up. You're sold. It works. Uh. Every time. So we thought today we would dive into the feminist merits of the Cats <laughs> musical slash movie. Which, of which there are heaps. There, oh, we have so much to oh, talk about. A plethora of options. We had to cull. It was exhausting. <laughs> um, Jim, you were regaling us... Sorry, with... it's actually Gemma Cool Cat. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Mimble Shanks? I'm so sorry. Gemma Cool Cat, you were regaling us with a story about um, an interview... With Hal Prince oh. about the, um, you know, the really deep and meaningful, uh, mm. you know, themes that you can take away from this show. Do you want to uh, give us a rundown of that? I would be honoured, Mimbleshanks. Um, so essentially, for those who haven't seen it, um, the award-winning interview uh, of, of Hal Prince about this show uh, in the early days of uh, production and such, he, you know, was a bit confused. He'd read through the script and he was like... 
I listened to it all and I said, uh, Andrew, is this something I don't get? Is this about Queen Victoria? She's the main cat and Disraeli and Gladstone or other cats. And, and then there are, uh, you know, poor cats. And am I missing this? And, and he took a terrible, painful, long pause and said, Hal, it's about cats. And we never discussed it again. So the Andrew we speak of is uh, Sir... Lord. Is Lord. Oh, my gosh. Actually, actually so as, I discovered last, as I discovered last night, Baron Lloyd Webber. Are you serious? Oh. Absolutely serious. There are some bullshit titles in the UK out yeah. there. What yeah. the hell? Yeah. <laughs> Snobby place. Um, <laughs> hi hi to our British listeners. We love you. Hi uh, to my former boss, Andrew Lloyd Webber. <laughs> <laughs> Baron. Baron. Uh, Baron Lloyd Webber. But yes, Andrew Lloyd Webber... Uh, was the uh, the mind behind this work? Mm-hmm. Wrote the music, but it's based on like T. S. Eliot poems. poems. That's it about cats. about jellical cats. Jellical cats, because obviously <laughs> all cats are jellical cats, and all dogs are polycooked dogs. Is obviously, that, is that an obvious thing? Well, Grizabellas, yes, it is. Uh, it is very obvious, <laughs> uh, according to any interview you get with Baron Lloyd Webber. He's very like, well, clearly. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> so um, yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty actually pretty obvious, Grizabellas. So just maybe get it together. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, Jemma. All cat. cats. I'm so sorry. All cats are jellical cats. But you have to be clear that a cat is not a dog. No. Oh my god. I. I'm really glad that that was set out for us because I was a bit confused. Yeah, I get that confused a lot. So I'm glad that that's like. Yeah. I'm annoyed that it came at the end of the musical because mm. I spent the entire thing confused, and then mm. at the end they're like, "Oh, by the way, a cat is not a dog," and I'm like, "Oh, okay, right now I understand." It's probably that's why it's called cats and not and not maybe dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Does that make sense? Dogs? Dogs? <laughs> with different uh, relationships with mm. Cats the Musical. Mm-hmm. Do we want to respectfully... No, not respectfully. That's not what I was trying to say. Do we want to respectively discuss our relationship and engagement with with this work? Jemical Cat, do you want to start? Well, I, think you're, I think you're the biggest fan. Like, mm. I mean, you're here as a guest because... You're one of the funniest people that I know and one of my best friends in the entire world. Thank you, Mimbushes. But also because you're a huge fan of cats. Huge is a strong word. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely like cats. Like, the more that I listen to it as of recent, I hear how many of the songs slap less than I thought they did <laughs> when I originally listened. But, like, how can you not listen to Skimbleshanks the Railway Cat and not tap your toesies and have a great time? I think that there's a lot more redeeming qualities to cats than what people think. And it's an awesome experience live. Right, yeah. Because mm. it's very because it's a dance show, mm. which is quite stupid as a movie, because they're like, a plot? No, it's dance. <laughs> um, so, you know, it's great to watch the watch it live and watch everyone be like singing their face off and also like in the air at the same time. Yeah. It's mm. very impressive. So, like, it's very... their bodies into like yeah. feline positions. Ex- like, how do you do that? A lot of incredible it's physicality. Like... Goes yeah, into it's a lot, and it's really creepy when you watch people who, when they're not in a cat costume, do the cat thing because it's like they're cats, but they're in people clothes. And it makes me <laughs> scared. But I'm I'm a fan of cats. I think there are a lot of bops in there. Mm. Um, yeah, magical Mr. Mistopheles. Ah, oh. still slaps. Absolutely, it's an absolute bop. Absolutely. I feel like I am coming from the opposite mm. perspective because um, I have attempted to listen to or watch Cats 
a number of different times and have never seen the appeal. I watched the pro shot recording of it and was so bored and just confused the entire time. I didn't get it. I acknowledge that there's a lot of very talented performers Mm. in Cats. It's just not a show for me. Particularly, I'm not a dancer, so I prefer musicals that are, you know, more... Uh, you know, plot, narrative, character-based. Um, and while there are a lot of characters in Cats... <laughs> God, there are. <laughs> they're, they're not. The character development... Mm, not so much. None. Lightweight. Yeah. However, as soon as the movie came out, <laughs> <laughs> we uh, we were in Sydney doing the, the School of Rock season there, and the amount of uh, rehearsals and cover calls that us swings would put cats references into because we were just obsessed with this movie like we we couldn't help it i i i I was (laughs) it got to a point where the resident director kind of came up to me in a break between rehearsals and was just like okay alice we've had enough cats (laughs) and i'm like i get it i totally totally understand all right i also i also i i remember this anecdote uh that i want to record because i I might just send to the patrons um so I was in School of Rock. What? Oh, I don't know. Say. And um, there's the bit in the show written in where you're doing, you're in the band and you're looking for backup singers and you go, you go to, to Marcy and Marcy sings um, and she sounds amazing and then you go to Chanel and Chanel sings and she's amazing and then you go to Summer who sings Memory. Memory. Oh. Sings Memory from Cats. That's from the film and they kept it in the stage show. And then you, summer, summer does not sound good. That's the, the gag. That's the gag. And then so you, you stop summer and then you have a little comment. And the comment that kind of was agreed upon um, for, for some of us Deweys was, I don't know who wrote that, but he's got to go back to work. Because <laughs> it's, it's Andrew, funny because Andrew, Andrew Lloyd, Lloyd Webber wrote the music for School of Rock. Went down really well. Just explaining the joke just in case anyone didn't just know in case that people didn't crucial know. piece of information. As I, as I mentioned obsessed with the cats movie mm. so one night uh, on stage in front do? of an audience i got to that bit memory happens and i go up and i say whoa, 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 whoa. i don't know what that's from but they better not turn it into a movie <laughs> that's correct the audience loses it because cats we continue on with the show i get noted on it <laughs> by the the resident director comes up um after the show or, or, or the next time. And, and she's just like, okay, Ellis. Um, Moved it. The comment was very funny. <laughs> but because the movie isn't doing too good, it's kind of like we're punching down. <laughs> so let's not make fun of the failure of the movie. <laughs> but how can you not? Oh, I know. That's very That's funny. a really good line. I really like it. Maybe it's still a fresh wound. It's, it, yeah, it yeah, was. I think, I think, it. Yeah, I think it was just tender about it. <laughs> but also, it's like, is it possible to punch down to a baron? No. Yeah, no joke. Like, and uh, also, you're doing that Oscar anyway for your normal over? comment. You're yeah. already being like, Andrew, do better. But I, th- I think it's a different, it's you know, a different yeah. gag of like, oh yeah, Andrew Lloyd Webber, as I'd like, look at the thing that's currently <laughs> failing. And it sucks. <laughs> yeah. It's a trash fire. But it is. Anyway, that's my. That's I think my you, little anecdote. I like that. I think you should put that into the real episode because it's a good anecdote. It's really funny. <laughs> yeah. But uh, so I, I'm obsessed with this movie. I still don't think the musical or the the material is terribly good, but I'm obsessed with this movie. 
Yeah, that's because better. of how much of a shambles it is. Mm. In, yeah, yeah. yeah, in your defense, the film stage version is a mess <laughs> because it's a dance show, but it's there's just close ups everywhere. So in like all of the dance songs, you miss half of like the reason you go and see cats because mm. you're just watching people like circle other people's face with their hand, and it's like wow, that's what I paid to see. <laughs> Ridiculous. Maybe so. that's why they thought Tom Hooper would be a good choice to direct the <laughs> Loves film a version. Close up. Loves a close Can't up. get enough. Oh, Tom Hooper. Mimble Shanks. Uh, Mimble Shanks. What's your me. history with the cats? Um, I've managed to avoid cats mm. um, until I literally saw it last week. Oh, really? Yeah, I've never engaged with it. I, I'm familiar with Magical Mr. Mistopheles because it's a bot. I'm familiar with memory because how can you not be? Yeah. This is true. Um, but yeah, I've, I had never seen it. Um, again, because I'm sort of, I skew more singer than dancer. Mm-hmm. Only, only slightly. <laughs> just kidding. I think we all um, skew. <laughs> just it's a really fine line here. It's a really fine line. I, I We're splitting up. hairs, really. Oh, am I a singer or a dancer? It's Couldn't it's say. Forty nine fifty one. But yes, because I skew singer, um, yeah, I don't have as much interest in stuff that is particularly dance heavy. Mm. Uh, also, not a huge fan of Baron ALW's work. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Um, yeah, fair. But I had a great time watching the absolute trash <laughs> fire that is this movie. Um, yes. yes. So, as we know, this movie, or this musical, is about cats. Is but it? But what else could it potentially be about? Because even though uh, an author's intention might just be, I want to write a musical about a bunch of cats with silly names and it's going to be a jolly good time, there are still things that can be drawn from how that is written. Mm. There are still things that are implied, inferred. Everybody puts their own personal politics into their art in some way or another. So, you know, there's always something to read into it. So, let's... Analyze cats. Here we go! <laughs> From a feminist perspective. Hal, it's about cats. <laughs> right. Um, so I want to start with the idea... It's not an idea, it happened. Um, <laughs> I want to start with a comparison of the stage version um, and the filmed version on the point of Old Deuteronomy. Mm. Um, or as I like to call her, Old Jude <gasps> Aronomy, because it's Judy Dan. Sneaky. So in the stage production, I understand, I've never seen it, uh, <laughs> that this is a, a male role, yes. and it's sort of like this patriarchal figure, like this old wise character that's in mm. charge of... Big Daddy. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed. Um, Big Daddy Jude. Big Daddy Jude! That's the one. But then uh, it's it's a woman. Well, it's a, it's a female cat. Yeah, in, it's still a cat in the movie. Still a cat. Just to preface again, it's about cats. <laughs> Continue. So they made like the oldest, wisest, like kind of uh, leader figure mm-hmm. a woman instead of a man in the movie, and I think mm. that that uh, has some feminist merit. Yeah, it's a it's a positive change it taking is. it from a patriarchal society mm. to a matriarchal society. Take that. Patriarchy. Yeah. Cats. We get cats. The feminists get cats. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great thing. I think they can take it back. Really. Yeah. 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 
yeah. yeah. That's, yeah, that's it. But, um, but also, the, there was the change that in the stage musical, there's no, like, singular focal point of a character, whereas in the movie, we have Victoria, mm. uh, and she is our, our focal point. So, you know, we have a couple of female perspectives kind of leading mm. the quote-unquote story of this film. Um, I just want to preface with this again, that everyone gets mad at the plot of Cats, but it's a concept musical, yeah. so there's not meant to be a plot. However, the thing that makes it more of a mess is that the fir- on the stage show, first act, concept musical, no worries, we just learned about the cats, having a great time. Second act, it feels like they were at a preview and they were like, people are getting restless, quick, we should put some form of storyline in. Somebody take Deuteronomy! And they snatch him away. So it's like, when people are like, there's no plot, that is correct. Um, that is the point. Um, and so to then change it into having a sort of plot, when I first watched it, the fact that because now they have that central character, they have the chance to like add like two seconds of dialogue so you actually understand what's going on. So I'm like, from me watching the movie, I appreciated that. But from the perspective of it's a concept musical and there's no plot, Tom really, um, he messed that one up, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> didn't do great. Did, didn't do great. And I also feel like by, try, by trying to add a plot to something that has nonsense. Um, makes it like, so much more confusing. Clutching its mm. it's like yeah. It's like trying to string a storyline out of ABBA songs. <laughs> <laughs> what a reach. <laughs> Who would do, do that? that? <laughs> yeah. But also, uh, the arguably the most famous cat of all is my namesake, Grizabella, mm. who sings Memory. Mm. And so we have all of these very important... Female characters. Yeah, female cat. Female <laughs> Just a reminder, it's about cats. Well, characters can be cats. <laughs> yes, this is true. <laughs> Just a reminder that it's, it's about, about cats. cats. Okay, great. But, <laughs> but we have these, these three very prominent female characters, mm. and that's literally the end of the sentence, because I don't know what to do with it, because <laughs> it's about cats. Yeah. They're sort of running the show sometimes. Sometimes. I mean, Victoria the Confused Cat still gets dragged around by guys being like, here, what jellical cats are. So it's like from her perspective, but her perspective is like, I don't know what's going on and I'm very confused and I'm a very good dancer. She's a very good dancer. Beautiful. She's in like the something ballet, right? London ballet. uh, Francesca Hayward plays Victoria in the film, and she is a principal dancer for the Royal Ballet at Covent Gardens in London. Gorgeous. Very good dancer. Mm. Interestingly, uh, she's a woman of Mm -hmm. colour, which is good that there is a woman of colour leading this movie. However... She's Victoria the White Cat, mm. and she's CGI'd white, because mm. she's a white cat. And so I literally didn't know that it was a woman of colour playing that role until, you know, we looked up the actress, mm. and she's, like, Kenyan-born? Is mm. that what you said? Kenyan-born. So a part of me is like, yes, let's let's employ a woman of colour. That's rad. Um, but, but, shh. But... <laughs> Don't tell anyone. <laughs> Cover it up. It's a secret. Um, yeah, like, there's not a level of representation Mm-mm. when you're a uh, leading woman who is a female colour and her face is literally white. She's literally okay. called the white cat. Yeah. It's contrasted with Idris Elba and Jennifer Hudson mm. yeah. playing McCavity and Grisabella. 
Um, where they are, where they are very clearly like their cat color kind of matches their own mm. skin color. Mm. So it's kind of you know it's an odd contrast in that perspective. Like playing devil's advocate purely so that we have content. We have content. Um, <laughs> We're clutching at straws. <laughs> one could say that you know uh, Victoria's always been a white cat mm. in in the musical, and the fact that they were not race specific in casting this character is a sign of progress. <laughs> mm. I mean, it is about cats, so <laughs> yeah, you know. I feel like because there are a couple of um, problematic moments in the show uh, mm-hmm. using the race card, and I wonder if they were like, "Well, they're cats, so they don't have races. They haven't been um, discriminated for four hundred years." You know what I mean? Yeah. So maybe There's they were no like colorblind casting of a white cat because it's just a cat. It's just a it's cat. Just a cat. Yeah. But <laughs> although, again, it's kind of like the alphabet argument mm. that. You don't see her skin color because she's green, mm. so you could cast Good an enough. actress of any race. That's true. So mm-hmm. again, uh, you know, Victoria Maybe. the white cat, always going to be white, doesn't matter what race she is. Doesn't matter. So true. we're employing people of color, yeah. which is fantastic. Yeah. What other straws? <laughs> Speaking of the the race uh, politics in cats. In cats, yes. That's a, that's a sentence, isn't it? Um, Gem, you were sorry. I'm sorry, Gemical Cat. Thank you so much, Gemical Cat. Uh, you were reminding us, mm. uh, and you're telling me afresh because I've never seen the stage production mm. that there uh, is a moment with some Siamese cats. Yeah, I was. Um, listen, I'm gonna get the name of the song because I don't remember what it was. Growl Tiger's Last Stand. Oh, would love to tell you who Growl Tiger is, but again, it's about cats, so it's probably a cat. Um, <laughs> bold assumption. Yeah, my close guess. Um, but I was listening to this song this morning um, on my way because I thought, oh, I haven't actually listened to a lot of the songs and we're talking about cats today. But um, yeah, there's a part, again, a loose plot where it's like growl tigers doing something or rather and then the Siamese cats are also there. But every time the Siamese cats sing about doing whatever they're doing, there's like a thick... Um, like broad Asian accent going on mm. and it's like oh again just because you're cats you are technically also human so let's not just drop yeah. all racial issues here so that mm. I listened to that and I just had a little bit of a cringe now, that's something that was cut from the movie and I'd be interested Ooh, to to see uh, if they have cut it from the most recent version mm. of the show because I know that they are kind of constantly updating it. I know mm. at one point Rum Tum Tugger rapped oh. because that was the cool thing at the time. <gasps> Hamilton came out and they were like, oh, <laughs> we need <Go>. to update. <laughs> uh, and so, mm. so, you know, maybe that is something that has changed, but yeah, just not a good thing to have. No, it was the like the original London cast from like the 80s. Mm. So mm. the times have changed and also I wouldn't feel comfortable considering the current show is in South Korea. To be like, I'm going to be a Siamese cat <laughs> in an Asian country. Thank you so yes, much. I'm going to parody <laughs> your culture. You. That's so stressful. And I wonder... Guys, I came <gasps> up with a point. Stop it. <gasps> I wonder if this is part of the issue in adapting such an old text. 
because the musical was written in the 80s, but the poems were written in like the 1800s by T.S. or early 1900s. I'm not sure. I'm I'm not going to look it up. It's cats. We don't care. Um, and so T.S. Eliot kind of wrote these poems intended for a very particular audience with a different framework in mind. Remember, every artist puts their own politics into it. Oh. And if... Consciously or unconsciously. Consciously or unconsciously. Mm. And so by choosing to adapt something that is quite old and therefore going to be outdated in some ways, mm. you carry across some of these um, misconceptions or, mm. or poor perceptions of things like race or women. And so to see the movie adapt these things out or make these changes is actually a sign of it adapting to the times. Gross. That's very true. I Gross. like it. Nice also, worth. Oh my god. I know. You make right? cats political. <laughs> and also like Taylor Swift is there and she's very relevant. So that was, Ooh, you know, she's very cats trendy. trying to cats trying to get yeah. in. Can we discuss um, the amount of of famous people they tried to get in to make it trendy, oh, but that's what made it them. shit. <laughs> yeah. Can we discuss that for a second? I also like that there's a moment for pretty much all of them where you see that they're dead inside, and mm. they're like, oh, God, what have I gotten myself into? The pay package wasn't worth it. Mm-hmm. This, Absolutely not. This mess. No. But I think, like, I saw some interview with, with Sir James Corden. Um, <laughs> Is he also a sir? No, no. I just... Oh, okay. That's what we went with today. Um, but he apparently the film that he only had to film for like three days, so maybe it was mm. like the pay package worked out if they could just like put up with it for three days mm. and off they trot. But also, cats is now forever. Like oh, it's you're just forever. Isn't you're it? immortalized as a creepy CGI cat. Mm-hmm. Was it's it so worth it? True. Is any amount of money worth it? <laughs> James Corden. At question. what cost? But the, the, this, this is your legacy. <sighs> this Jimmy. film was. Packed with stars mm. like Judy Dench, Ian McKellen. Oh my god, is there? James Corden, Rebel Wilson, Jason Derulo, ah. Taylor Swift, Jennifer Hudson, Jennifer Hudson, Idris Elba. Yeah, like it has the potential to be great. It's like a really talented cast and yeah. Jason Derulo, and so <laughs> and so it, it, it's like you know it had the potential and just kind of was fundamentally broken from the ground up, so none of them had the chance to do anything mm. with it. Speaking of James Corden, um, I want to talk about how this film, at least to me, really reads as quite fatphobic. Mm. Mm. Um, <laughs> I think there are some real issues with how James Corden and Rebel Wilson's characters are presented. Mm. And um, I know it's about cats. How? about about cats cats. but also we can you know you can still reinforce stereotypes about humans Mm. via cats this is true and also stereotypes about um not stereotypes but like you can really really underplay people's comedic abilities by being like why don't you just fall over some stuff that's actually really funny (laughs) it's especially prominent during the song buster for jones oh buster for which before we get into this, uh, one change from the, the stage musical to the movie musical... That I hate. ...is that um, a lot of the s- songs in the stage musical are sung about characters in the third person. Mm, like, so, this is Buster for Jones. So, for example, I would sing, this is Gemical Cat, she's hilarious and amazing. 
And then at some point I might be like, ah, and then you'd be, be back, you'd be back and to then Grisabella. I'd be back to Grisabella singing. Yeah. So, so that's why. But they changed that in the movie so that each cat is kind of singing about themselves. In third person. Uh, in third person. Which also removes the beautiful harmonies in um, the Gumby Cat of Rebel Wilson Cat. Mm. <laughs> Jenny Annie Dots. I'm Jenny so sorry. Dots. How can I forget the most beautiful cat? In the show, love Jenny Annie Dots because it's just stunning, like three part harmonies. When the day is hustle, but then instead you get Rebel Wilson going, and it's terrible. And just not trying at all by the signs of things. No, I mean she's got the money. She's there for three days. Yeah, do it once. That's all you need. Uh, But but then you have like James Corden and Mm. Buster Jones uh, singing about how fat he is and how much he. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Joy's eating and everything like that. Which sounds great. Respect. Which sounds great. Love a snack. Love a Love snack. Love a snack. So you have this, like, it starts off with this guy who's just like, yeah, I'm big and I eat a lot and that's my thing and that's cool. Here I am. And they interject it with, I, I think... I think it's supposed to be comedy. It's meant to be funny because he's on that seesaw thing and one yeah. cat is trying to jump on the end and he's like, well, that's not going to work, is it? And we're like, okay, cool. Okay. But then he drops. Then he, then he says, uh, you know that I'm really self-conscious about my weight and how dare you make me feel bad about being big and not doing this sight gag properly. When he's just spent like what feels like three minutes... What feels like three days. ...singing about... <laughs> How it's much he enjoys eating mm. and how large he is and how proud he is of that. Yeah, which would have been like a beautiful moment of like body positivity. But instead... Fat positivity. In- well, because also like I'm sure it was improvised. I can't imagine Tom Hooper being like, I'm going to put this genius line in the script because that's funny. I feel like it was absolutely improv from Jimmy Jimmy C over there. But um, <laughs> I don't know. Um so it's Sir, like Sir Jimmy C. Sir Jimmy C. <laughs> How can I forget? Um, yes. So it's not great, and I forgot where I was going with that. So I'm just going to stop talking. Mm. Kind of like how cats forgets what it's <laughs> what doing. What they're doing all the time. Well, oh, and they just they just like, kind of go. Where are we? Oh, oh we'll just we'll just introduce a new cat. Introduce yeah. A new cat. Run out of things to talk about this one. So oh look, it's, it's Munger Jerry and Rumble <laughs> Teaser. Here we are. Can I just say one thing that I hate about this movie is that. I love it so much, but now I know all the cats' names, <laughs> and I like I was I lived in blissful ignorance of not knowing anything about nice. cats, and now I know everything about cats. Welcome. Oh, that was my favorite part about when we all watched it is that gradually people would be like, 
I'm having more fun than I thought. And I'd just be like, join me. (laughs) (laughs) Correct. You are having fun, aren't you? Uh It's great. So you're Um, welcome, honestly. The other thing that I want to say about the uh, fatphobic cats... Yes, the fatphobic cats. ...is the fact that freaking... Jenny Annie Dodds, played mm. by Rebel Wilson. Mm. The the way that they've portrayed her is that they've been like, you know what would be funny if you just like fell over and you were incompetent and, and you like scratched your crotch all the time. Yeah, mm. and we just made you a bit ick. Like that would yeah. be funny. Um, it's like no, <laughs> I don't know if that's like specifically fat phobic or if it's just been like I think it's just crap humor. Yeah, yeah. Because like as much as a lot of people hate Rebel Wilson, she is good at what she does. Otherwise, she mm. wouldn't be as successful as she is. Yeah, um, I've seen I've seen Rebel Wilson in things that I've quite enjoyed her in. Yeah, yeah. Like I think her improv is really good. Yeah, mm. she's great. Yeah. Um, but I yeah. don't think other people know how to play off it. But <laughs> no, people yeah. are like, oh, okay, oh, great. Uh-huh. Yeah, and that's. Correct. Um, but yeah, they totally like don't give her a chance to actually do... I feel like if she'd actually improved anything, it would have been significantly better. See, I disagree, because I feel like she did improv stuff that they shoehorned into the Rum Tum Tuggers That's scene, true. That was which not is right. like Which is like, anybody can dance like that. And then she does some really half-hearted dance moves. And my favourite thing about that scene is that there's obviously the voice of the director off-screen... She, like she said something to him and he's had to feed a line back to her mm. and they just didn't put somebody there so it's like she's talking to nobody that's true because she's literally like looking at like the post next to her being like I could do that and I'm like <laughs> I know you're a cat but that is a post <laughs> I think the thing about Rebel Wilson is that she's got such a specific sense of humour mm. that is like only really tonally appropriate in very particular settings yeah. and the stuff that she's cast in doesn't have that yeah. same humour that hers would fit into mm. seamlessly. And mm. it also doesn't work in, like, it makes her... You'll be shocked to hear that a character in the movie Cats is inconsistent because <sighs> if they'd allowed her to just do whatever in the Jenny Dot song, her doing the dumb, oh, I can dance like that, would have probably been fine because we're like, oh, yeah, it's Rebel Wilson and that's kind of how she improvises. But, like, because the whole first part was just, like, <laughs> tumbling, but it was, like... She, oh, she's clearly playing a character that's not her, and then suddenly she did a rebel thing, and we were like, Wait, "Why? Why?" So I think it's the main theme of cats is why. Why? <laughs> Just why? But here that's we are. So glorious. Yeah. Like, thank you. <laughs> the, the song that Rebel Wilson keeps interjecting and interrupting mm. um, is the Rum Tum Tuggers song. Yes. Uh, played by Jason, Jason Derulo. Derulo. I like and how key. I like how yeah. 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 that was. It was really mm. nice. And, and to be honest, I um, <laughs> the first time I saw this, I didn't realize that it was him because he didn't start his song by saying his own name. That's very confusing. Yeah, because mm. otherwise he's just generic performer. <laughs> but the Rum Tum Tugger comes in and he starts flirting with everyone because mm. he's a curious cat mm. and he's the sexy cat he's um, the sexy cat and he's a sexy cat in a really really unsexy film mm, it's not a sexy film no. it's a sexual film it's oh, so sexual so but it's many, not sexy so many horny cats like where everybody is like naked but also some of them aren't naked but then when they they... take their coats off they are naked and then Rebel Wilson freaking takes Takes her her skin off (laughs) (laughs) that 
that's the scariest part of it. Like, Rebel Wilson takes her skin, she unzips her skin. Where was the zip? To reveal, um, a, a, like, a glamorous but with, dance still dress. still with skin. With other skin underneath. And a vest. And, like, this works on the stage show because the costumes aren't supposed to be realistic. Yeah, yeah. she's wearing, like, a giant costume. And then she is the cat underneath. Yeah. Which makes sense. But she goes from a cat to a cat. She she doesn't go from a cat with skin to a cat with a dress and skin underneath her skin. No. It's weird. But also, the weirdest part about it is that that's like foreshadowing. Because that's yeah. how she escapes her being <laughs> tied boat. up at oh. the end. Where she's like, oh, by the way, I can just unzip my skin. And get out and of these shackles. So the like, creepiest part actually has utility. Yeah. Oh, it's frustrating. Thomas. Ooh. Thomas Hooper. He has an Oscar for directing. (laughs) The King's Speech is delightful, and yet here we are. The number of times the Ellis reminded us of that fact (laughs) as we were watching. So this director has an Oscar, everyone. Just Just pointing that out. (laughs) Pointing that out. But the Rum Tum Tug is a sex-positive cat. Do we actually have a point about Jason Derulo being a sex-positive cat, or do we just want to say the words, the Rum Tum Tugger is a sex-positive cat? Also a good point. I think we were going to go with, like, the Rum Tum Tugger is a sex-positive cat. And, you know, that's great. We love that he is very open and willing to explore with anyone. You know, that's cool. But, um... Gotta be consensual in Gotta there. be consensual. Yeah. But then that is so interestingly contrasted in the film with, um, originally Mr. Mistopheles totes gets it on with the Rum Tum Tugger. But then in this film, Miss, uh, Mr. Mistopheles is totes in love with Victoria the White Cat. Oh! We're like, why would you heteronormatize... Is that a word? Um, yeah. It is now. It is now. Yeah. Right. I mean, cats, they make up words all the time, so I can yeah. do that too. What's a jellical cat? What's heteronormatizing? Yeah. Who knows? Exactly. Um, all cats are jellical cats. All cats are A cat is not a dog. <laughs> I don't know how many times we have to go through this, you guys. We've had meeting upon meeting. <laughs> a cat is not a dog. Thank you. It's just a frustration of mine. So I think... I think that the um, sex positivity is like kind of refreshing because the the sexuality throughout the rest of the film is a bit gross. Mm. Yeah, like there are all these cats just kind of being really horny cats, oh, and at least like it's a bit more. I don't know if I want to say this word palatable when Rum Tum Tugger is like, I'm going to explore my sexuality now. And we're like, well, at least somebody's actually said it rather mm. than rather yeah. than just like rubbing up against one another and yeah. us feeling a bit uncomfortable. Yeah, I find mm. it interesting that it's like the small of the neck against the small of another cat's neck. Oh. And I was like, that is a choice. Yeah. Like we've all got our thing, which is great. It's... But why? <laughs> yeah, the fact that it's never talked about is the, I think the main yeah. problem. And so just having a song where somebody's like, hey, I like the sex... Like, it's oh, just kind of, ah, oh, somebody said it. <laughs> you broke the tension a little bit. Had to be done. It's great. Is are we? Is that just what we're inferring from the Rung Tug Tugger as a curious cat? I think so. Also, he's got the word Tugger. Mm. <laughs> haven't thought name. about that. No. So. But the, the <laughs> staging of his song is all like, I'm going to flirt with this cat. No, mm. I'm going to flirt with this. All female cats, though. Oh, which the is heads. like The, 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 he- the heteronormativity. Oh, disgusting. That's the second time that we've said the same thing. But <laughs> I think it's interesting that um, this is like sort of quite a 
heteronormatized version of cats. It's so heteronormative to the point where it feels like they shoehorned a bunch of stuff in just to make it more heteronormative. And then <laughs> there's the weird pandering to the male gaze that just appears during the McCavity song. We'll get Taylor Swift in descending from uh, a half moon. And, like, spiking everyone with catnip and making them all high and also yeah. having big titties. Which is, like, none of the other cats seem endowed in any way in, in the chest or the groinal area. Except Jason Derulo. Except Jason Derulo, <laughs> but he's a curious cat. He's a curious cat. But then Taylor Swift comes in and she's very well endowed and highly sexualized. Like, in the human place. <laughs> not in the cat like, place. Yeah. Like, like cat where teats he... are not where no. breasts are. Can you imagine are? if she just had like six nipples and it's like, <laughs> McCavity, McCavity. <laughs> and it's like ping all the nipples. <laughs> would be One of them's pierced. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. But it's also, I feel like that's such a testament to the fact that... Um, Taylor Swift can't do anything without being hypersexualized, which is sad. I feel like her own stuff, she's pretty badass. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But anytime we're like, like, oh, Taylor Swift's going to get involved, she's a hot woman. So let's market that. Let's yeah. give her a cat. Let's give her a cat fur, but lady curves. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds pretty dumb to me. <laughs> as, as comedian Dara Breen would say, something for the dads. Mm. Gross. Mm. Dad's finding cats hot. Yes. Don't spike people's anything. Don't don't drug people non consensually. She she is a villainous character, so I think it's like implicitly critiqued this this notion. (laughs) Taylor Swift is a villainous cat. Continue. (laughs) But apparently, the catnip thing came from Taylor Swift's dad. Great. Where. They were on set or whatever, and Taylor Swift's dad was on set talking with Tom Hooper, who has an Oscar, and, <laughs> and the dad's like, oh, like, you know, it'd be pretty funny if you did something with catnip, you know, cats. And Tom Hooper's like, what's catnip? Wow, he's and so they directing had, cats. He's, he's directing cats. And so they had to explain the concept of catnip, and Tom Hooper's like, that's going in the film. Wow. And Tom Hooper has an Oscar. Did not research. Takes cat- advice from Taylor Swift's dad, who just happens to be on set. <laughs> That's, there's so many questions to unpack from that one sentence <laughs> that I don't want to unpack. It's so, like, the more I learn about this film, the more I'm like, how did this happen? But also, this could be false, but I heard somewhere along the grapevine that T-Swiz that is in Cats because she didn't get cast in Les Mis and Tom was like, I'll put you in the next one. Really? And here we oh. are. Again, if I'm wrong, don't come for me. But also, you would believe it, wouldn't you? So, Like, that sounds really believable. That's pretty damn believable. Mm. And they did get Taylor Swift to write the lyrics to the original song. Oh, because, <sighs> as we know, can't have a movie musical without a new song. Otherwise, like, you won't be eligible for an Oscar. Or without, yeah. yeah, without, like, a pop singer then singing a version of the song in the credits as well. <laughs> Classic. Classic. You'll know how I feel about this. Fun fact, the Cats movie had a huge For Your Consideration campaign for the Oscars. 
and then they very quietly shut it down. Good. Like after after the movie. it came after out? After the, the movie came out. It and bombed. They, it bombed, and so they just very, very quietly removed the From Your Consideration thing from their website <laughs> and everything. Just in the most beautiful, we're just going to sweep this under the rug and pretend it never happened. I wonder how, in that process of them writing, shooting, editing the film, did they go, oh, guys... We've done it. <laughs> this is Oscar bait. Guys, I think we're going to win this one. <laughs> Tom's like, yep, second Oscar, come at me. Like, on what planet? <laughs> so I can feel- Their faces move. I think the I thing that freaks me out the most watching this is the fact that when you see it, again, haven't seen the stage production, but when you see people dressed as animals in stage productions, not just in cats, like, you know, Lion King, mm-hmm. etc. Um, you can suspend some disbelief because you're like, oh, they're, you know, they're dressed up. It's live theatre. You're mm. not going to perfectly mimic this animal. I have enough cues. Like you've got cat ears. Like, yeah. Like Ellis, oh, Grizabella's is a cat. Grizabella's yeah. is a cat. Um, you know, I've got ears. I'm a sexy mouse. You know, duh. <laughs> um, but when you watch film, you expect a way higher level of realism. Mm. But they did not deliver on that because it's still like the really anthropomorphic, I'm still a, a human person. dressed as a cat, but they've tried to make it more real and I think that's what makes it so creepy. That's oh, why it creeps me yeah. out. 100%. If, if they'd gone for a more stylized art style, mm. where they're like, we're not trying to make it look one for one realistic, then nobody would have had an issue with it. But because they were going to be like, we need these cats to look like cats... We're all just like, that's not what a cat looks like. Absolutely. Cats don't have boobs there. Cats don't have abs, Idris Elba. Cats don't have human faces. Cats don't make me uncomfortable when I realise, oh, they're naked. That's a naked cat. <laughs> that's a naked cat. Yeah. Because normally cats are naked and you just yeah. go, that's a cat. That's, that's a cat. cat. That's also, how cats are. cats don't stand upright so that when they're naked you just like have full view of their junk. Yeah. Also that. Look at you, Idris Elba. <laughs> But except, except when they don't, it's weird. Yeah. Oh, there's just so many questions, so many unwanted things. Yeah. It's such a mess, I'm obsessed with it. <laughs> it's incredible. I think it's going to be one of those things that they're going to start doing midnight screenings yes. of it. Yeah, this is the like, next Rocky Horror. Yes. 100%. See, I, said, I got scolded for saying that. Someone was like, don't compare it. Why would you compare it? And I'm like... Because it's the same film. Because it's <laughs> another thing that's like so ridiculous that it's great. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like aggressively sexual. Aggressively yeah. sexual. Like you can yell so many things at the screen for this one. Yeah. Like when we watched it the other night, there was a drinking game involved. Exactly. Like, but we didn't participate. Also, drink responsibly, listeners. Yeah, but listeners. Gosh. It was like, um, <laughs> take a drink every time. The scale is off. The scaling is off, <sighs> and the mics are like two centimeters tall. The mics are yeah. the same size as the tapping cockroaches. Oh, the cockroaches! Oh, the worst. Oh, sorry. Our friend who we watched it with, every time there was like a bit character, like a mouse or a cockroach, mm. he was like, "Imagine going <laughs> to your parents, mum. I made it. I've been cast in a film. Oh. I'm a tapping cockroach in cats. It was." And it's, like, really and it's like, way. I'm a tapping cockroach in cats, but the animation's so bad that you can't actually see me tapping. You just see my face, and then this animated, like, chunky cockroach just, like, jumping up and down. You can't even see the feet. They're so freaking small. It's, uh... It's so sad. So much work that people put into it. And for what? 
the greatest thing The greatest thing ever. of all time. Like, they, they did it. They succeeded. They did the thing. I, like, if Cats had been, like, an okay movie or even a good movie... I wouldn't have thought about it once, but because it's possibly one of the worst made things I've ever seen, uh, I cannot stop thinking about it, and gladly so. There's like, so many questions about it. A, another question. Mm-hmm. Does Cats pass the Bechdel test? We were debating this before. Mm. Because, like, technically, they're cats. <laughs> So, do, does a cat pass the Bechdel test? <laughs> is my first question. I, I would, I would argue yes. The characters are female. Yeah. So, and the actors are people. And the actors are people. Mm. So, yes. I don't think the stage version passes, but the movie version having uh, old Deuteronomy, old Deuteronomy, old Judy, um, makes it because she and and, and Victoria know. have a conversation, and Victoria mm. and Grizabella. I use conversation very loosely. Mm. Um, they say some words. They it's say not a, some there's words. There's not a lot to work with. No. Yeah, when every song is a solo, mm. you kind of have to like shove a reprise of your song in the middle of somebody else's song. Like, in remember order, me? Like, I was here. Here's the conversation that we're having. <sighs> and so, so I think it it technically does. Yeah, and also. Um, Victoria has the conversation with Grizabella that's like, you can go sing for old mm. Deuteronomy. You can do it. You can go to the heavy side... Heavy side lair. Is that correct? Yes. I saw the movie once. Now it is. <laughs> <laughs> you are now a cat fan. I'm a cat fan. Meow. 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 How? Meow, 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 meow. Oh, I, all I can hope is that this podcast is as much of a train wreck as the film. That's all I want. I think listening back, we're going to be like, there is no through line here, and there are just like a lot of bits Ideas. thrown together, and I think that really reflects it's the a con- piece that we're talking about. It's a concept podcast. It's, a con- <laughs> it's like the show. Closing thoughts. Anyone. It's about cats. <laughs> Look, uh, I, f- I feel like in terms of analysis... Um, <laughs> I, I both think that there isn't much there and that we didn't look for it. Yeah. Um, like, and why no, no, you? the thing is, we did look for <laughs> it. And this is all we got. We, like, we're clutching at straws here. Mm. Yeah. Oh. We're clutching at whiskers, if you will. Oh. Oh. Thank you. Jamical cat. Jamical cat come why, out tonight. This is why we had you on the podcast. Absolutely. This uh. is my area of expertise, is clutching at straws and whiskers. <laughs> Cats. Cats. Um, my closing thoughts are: as a as an artistic piece, I'm not a fan of cats. I know that there are a lot of people out there who really enjoy it and who get a lot out of it, and it's it's done very well on like Broadway and the West End for a number of reasons. Like a lot of very talented performers go into cats. A lot of very skilled dancers. Yeah. So respect to them. It's just not my thing. This movie, however, if you can see it either with like a group of people mm. or when cinemas are allowed to have like midnight screenings, yes. go see. You have to experience mm. this movie in that setting. It's a mess. It's it's a mess. Gloriously so. It's the most beautiful, glorious <laughs> mess that I've ever seen. I love it. Mm. I love it so much. Mm. So to summarize our very bare bones feminist critique, because we've uh, not got a lot to work with. Mm. I reckon we give a big old tick to the fact that old Deuteronomy is now a matriarch. Yes. Love that. Yep. And she's deciding the fate of the cat. She's mm-hmm. deciding the fate of the cats. Put it in a woman's hands. Come on. Get it right. Oh, and she doesn't take that. anybody's shit. 
Yeah. Like, Idris Elba tries to intimidate her, and she's like, no, she's like, I'm trash. Judy Dench. <laughs> I won an Oscar with six minutes of screen time. I'm not scared of you. Oh, there are so many Oscars. Do you know who else won an Oscar? Tom, Tom, Tom Hooper. Hooper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so we love a matriarch. Mm-hmm. Love. Um, I think that the fat phobia is a bit of a mark, a bit mm. of a blemish. Mm. Um, it's a bit dated. Yeah. Yeah. We like the fact that it's kind of constantly growing and kind of adapting and instilling modern values and stylistic choices in. I yeah. think mm-hmm. that's groovy. Yeah, that's and cool. also, it's nice that... I guess one of the benefits of having a show that is so... Um, not plot-heavy mm-hmm. is that you can make changes and it's not the end of the world. Mm. You can be like, oh, that doesn't hold up by modern standards. We're just going to remove that. Mm. Which, is, mm. which is nice. And it's I think that long-standing shows... Uh, like should do that. Yeah. yeah. That's Absolutely. sick. Um don't love the heteronormativity of getting rid of the queerness between is it McCavity and Mr. Mistopheles? No, Rum Tum Tugger and Mr. Mistopheles. Yeah, Jason Derulo. Yeah. Jason Derulo and the guy who's the guy good. who plays Mr. Mistopheles. Yeah, the guy who plays the Mr. Guy. Um Actually, uh, while while we're talking about the the queer representation, there mm. was a there was a quote from Judy Dench. I like love Judy Dench. And I am giving her the benefit of the doubt on this that in the way that it was intended. But when she was talking about getting the role of Old Deuteronomy, she had the idea that maybe Old Deuteronomy was trans because it's usually played by a man and now it's played by a woman. And so that maybe the character was trans. I don't know if that's like, how trans works. Don't think that's that's the case. No. Uh, I just want to read a response from a Twitter user <laughs> Moth Dad. Moth Dad. Moth Dad. Hi, Moth Dad. Thanks um, for your contribution. Thanks, Moth Dad. Uh, who, who said, I've yet to see Cats, but can still say with confidence that this is the one movie which should have absolutely zero trans representation. <laughs> Keep us out of this cis nonsense. We need no part in it. Oh, look. It's cis nonsense. <laughs> it's white nonsense. That just sums it's it up, doesn't it? straight nonsense. Straight nonsense. Oh, uh, as a... Cis straight white person. <laughs> I apologise on behalf of yeah other straight cis white people. Cats. All right. I think, I, I, th- I think cats just ruins itself. Yeah. <laughs> like we didn't even need feminism to ruin cats. Cats. There's no saving cats. No. no. Ellis, if our friends want to get in touch and talk to us about what they think about the feminist merits of <laughs> Cats the movie and or musical how can they do that well first you can train some mice children to play some instruments for us and sing in three part harmony or you can get in touch with us on Facebook yeah. we are Feminism Ruins Everything dash It's a Feminist Podcast you can check us out on Instagram yeah. which is at Feminism Ruins Everything pod or if you listened to this episode and you thought you know this is so good I wish I could pay for it <laughs> Then, this is not going to be the episode of yeah. <laughs> Then please consider uh, supporting us on Patreon. Uh, that's patreon.com slash feminism ruins everything pod. If anything, this is probably the most tempting because if you get extra content, <laughs> we've got a lot. <laughs> we've, there's been a lot of a lot, lot of, of, lot of ants. A lot of behind the scenes. A lot, a lot of, of things. This is going to be a fun one to edit. That's yeah, all sorry, I can say. Good luck, Ellis. Yeah.
Also, bit of a shameless plug, we've got some live recordings of Feminism Ruins Everything Ooh. happening uh, next month if you're listening to this around the time that it's being released. Uh, so at the end of October 2020, uh, on the 24th and the 30th of October, we've got two live shows where we'll be recording the podcast with an audience on the 24th, you can come and hear our recording about Frozen. Ooh. And on the 30th, you can come and hear our recording on Friends, the Ooh. 90s sitcom. And the thing that I'm really excited about is that both of those things, we have things to talk about. We do. <laughs> we do. It's actually going to be tough to fit all of our content into the yeah. one hour slot that we have been allocated. <laughs> and we're going to actually have to be concise. For yeah. once. It's good because those ones are about people. Yes, and so not cats. like they it's can not actually cats. definitely pass the Bechtel test because mm. we know that that applies yeah. to people. Speaking of shows, uh, you guys are putting a show on. That we are, Ellis. Thank you so much for that really spontaneous introduction. Yeah. Um, yes, if you are around in Adelaide on the 3rd and 4th of October 2020, uh, come see Friendly Feminism, which is our feminist cabaret show. Yay. Um, you can get tickets uh, via, I'll put the uh, I'll put the ticket link in the show description. And um, it's a bit of a banger. It's it a is. real good show. I've seen it, I've seen it, I think, three times. And it, it's just wonderful every time I see it. I know I'm biased, but I highly recommend it. Go see it. It's so good. It's better than Cats. <laughs> so much better not, than Cats. Not a high bar. Also, Gemma, Gemma Cool Cat uh, is hilarious. If you've enjoyed her excessive humor on this podcast episode today, you can come to Friend Femme and see her be funny more. I will continue to derail other things. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Phenomenal. Hold on, guys. One, one, one last question before we go. Um, cats and dogs, same thing? Oh! Ellis, Ellis! A cat is not a dog. How many times have I had to tell you this? Okay, let's think about it, right? You've got cats. They're over here. You've got dogs. They're over here. Yeah. Look at the cats. Yeah. Now look at the dogs. I'm looking at the dogs. Do you notice that they're different? <gasps> they're not the same thing. A cat, a cat is not a dog. dog. Oh my god. Thanks on, for listening, everyone. On that happy note, goodbye, friends. Bye. See you next week. Meow. 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 Macabre ruins everything. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.